welcome 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 back listeners welcome back life chasers thank you so much for tuning in to episode six hi everyone it's brandy <laughs> and it's jitsi <laughs> and we are back again for another episode what is this episode called brandy me, myself, and I, you know, I would get into a little Beyonce, me, but I can't myself, sing like that. Me, myself, and I, got to the end. Yes, um, yes, yeah, so we are going to be talking about self-love. We're going to be talking about our journey with our, our own identity. We're going to be talking about insecurities. We're going to be talking about it all, you know? Yeah, and how we, how we deal with those. Mm-hmm. You know, it's inevitable, mm-hmm. and we deal with these things just as much as the next person. Yep. So let's share our experiences. Let's share how we deal with these things and what they look like for us. Exactly. We're going to attempt, I'm saying this more so for myself, I'm going to attempt to be as honest, as truthful as I can be with this topic because as it's titled with me, myself, and I, life will go on. And it's hard to talk about yourself. Um, for some people, it's not hard. You know, uh, we're just not one of those people. It's hard to talk <laughs> about yourself. It's hard to not only talk about yourself, but talk about how you have reached a certain level in life. You know, how you got from point A to point Z. Mm-hmm. You know, some of us are not even in D. I feel like I'm in still, I'm still in B, point B, <laughs> but that's okay. Um, it's okay. So we're going to talk about all of that. It's, it's not even hard to just talk about yourself. It's hard to reflect on mm, yourself and be honest mm-hmm. with yourself too. So we're going to try and do all that in today's lovely episode, but let's get right into it, y'all. So Jude, when did you know that you loved yourself? I feel like I always start with the hard questions, yeah, right? Yeah, she really, she really does. And it's like, <laughs> okay, let's get started and bang. Okay, so when did I know I was in love with myself? Um, I still don't know. Um, so short answer, um, I do not know if I am in love with myself. So remember, this is like a little plug-in from our last episode, you know, loving yourself and being in love with yourself, two different things, once Mm -hmm. again. Um, I think I am now reaching a point where I am understanding myself so much more, which is helping me reach a different level where I can start saying, okay, like I'm on a journey to being in love with myself rather than, you know, I am in love with myself right now Mm. because I personally know that I'm not, I'm not there yet. Mm. Like Mm. being in love with yourself. Yes. Okay. So I know that I love myself. Um, I know that for a few reasons. I know that because I value myself. I know my worth. I know what I'm worth. Not only do I now know who I am, but I know whose I am, Mm, okay? mm -hmm. But um, just a little Bible verse, Psalm 139, verse 14, NIV. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full and well. I feel like when I started to know and understand God's love for me is when I started to truly love myself, all of my 
flaws, insecurities and all. And that's how I've really developed the love that I have for myself now. Okay, well, some of us who are listening right now, y'all probably like me and it's like, dang, I'm over here like, okay, I'm not there yet. But that's okay. That's okay. It's a journey. No, it's a journey. <laughs> and I'm still, I'm still not all the way where I would want to be. But I just feel as though I know, like, I, I just know my worth at this point in my in my life Mm -hmm. and I think I was also able to really love myself when I was able to forgive myself honestly forgive myself for mistakes that I've made for things that I wish I could have done better that's when I started to learn that I really did love myself because it could be easy for me to forgive others but it was really difficult for me to forgive myself. But when I started to learn how to do that, I feel as though I was able to grow that love that I had for myself on my self-love journey. I call it a journey because mm-hmm. it's, it's nowhere near done yet. It's a lifetime, though, too. I think with under, the constant understanding or constant change of, you know, that we're all going to be going under, that we're all going to be enduring throughout this life that just like relationships with other people that they change you yourself change like you change and you're gonna get to the point where each season that you change you're gonna have to re-understand yourself if that's it's not a word but you know it's a concept of you know when they say like redefining yourself I feel like that's more so you know you just trying to understand this next phase that you're going into in your life um, but yeah, that's good. I'm happy for you, bro. I'm gonna get there sometime <laughs> in my life. I will get there. I'm, I'm rooting for you. I will get but there somehow. For you. Oh, Shelly. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, so we said you said that you're you love yourself and like because you know whose you are. I think that was a really powerful thing to say okay so you when you knew like did you know when you did did you answer that like did you know when kind of like the day and time um nah I feel like you can never know the day but like I feel like maybe like oh oh, okay okay the age it was actually like if you went through something you're like okay like you know it was in college Mm -hmm. it was in college I believe it was my I want to say, like, my sophomore year of college, I kind of was on my own. And I think a lot of my worth growing up, I defined around my family. Mm. So it was kind of, I'm a preacher's daughter. Mm -hmm. I'm a sister. I'm a cousin. I'm a friend. And there was a point in time where I was trying to figure out who's Brandy. Mm. Who is she really? I know who she is in relation to other people. I know what other people think of her, but what mm-hmm. does she think of herself? What does God think of her? So when I started to unpack all of that is when I started to understand and really put the pieces together yeah. of who I am. And then that that came to the point where even what people did say about me, it didn't shake me up because... At the end of the day, 
I still know, again, who I am and whose I am. I say that all the time. Mm. So that goes into your identity, like who your self-identity, like exactly. going through that journey of, you know, once you understood whose you were, understanding, you know, after that, who you are and understanding the identity of, okay, like I'm not just, uh, you know, a daughter. I'm not just a sister. I'm not just, uh, you know, a uh, a preacher's kid like I'm so much more and like what does that mean for me and like being able to get there in college is is college at an early age I think early time sophomore year that's really good um because I think like I, I'm not saying speaking for you but like I'm saying like the earlier you understand yourself the better but I, it's like it's everybody's journey is their own right. and at their own pace at the end of the day and even though I did know have a sense a good sense of who I was there were still times periods of time where I would be in a funk and I would have those insecurities and they would emerge and I would second guess my worth or who Mm. I was and I feel like that's a normal part of the journey yeah and I I learned to embrace that Mm. and I think I also was able to really love myself when I understood the concept of how I was allowing people into my life and who I was allowing into Mm. my life. So being mindful of who I was spending my energy with. And that's something that I also learned later on in college. Mm -hmm. But that's kind of a part of my self-love journey too. That's what's up. So you talked about some of your insecurities. So how did you, or like how do you work through those insecurities? if you want to share what those insecurities are. So some of my insecurities growing up were, we're going to get it kind of deep, y'all. But one of my insecurities growing up was the color of my skin Mm -hmm. because I grew up as a minority in um, a predominantly white town. I talk about this all the time. But as a dark-skinned woman and child, I would be oftentimes only black girl in my classes, Mm -hmm. and I'm pretty tall, so I would be that tall black girl. So that made me insecure a lot of times where I wasn't really proud of the skin that I was in. Um, There were times that I felt ashamed and insecure and just awkward, And when I think about that, I just, I wish I could go back in time and just give myself like the best pep talk of life and be like, cause I, I think like middle school Brandy would like be so proud of Brandy Mm -hmm. today. That's what's up. Yeah. They need to invent like a machine for us to go back in time (laughs) and say, girl, you did it. You going to do it. Just keep going. I never would have thought I would be this happy in the skin Mm -hmm. that I'm in. And it comes with being kind to yourself, too. Right. Yeah, it does. And I think the idea of being kind to yourself has to starts with, you know, understanding who you belong to, not who you belong to, but like who you are on this world. Okay, like I'm here for a purpose. I think that's for me that's like that is what's driving my um journey, I guess. It's like I have 
a calling. I have a purpose on this earth. Like, I'm not just here to just, you know, be a tree, walk by, and that's it. But, like, I have a purpose. I have a calling. And the journey to understanding that calling comes with the journey of understanding who I am. And, like, through that, I have to be able to love what what I've been given. Yeah, and, like, given. you know, everything inside of me that's I've, that mm-hmm. I've been given. And... I think in terms of like, insecurities, I think the biggest thing that was, like, always a problem with me, and, like, it's still to this day, is, like, I've always been, like, a plump girl. Like, like I've, from in my eyes, like, I'm, I've always been a plump girl. So I hit puberty really early. Um, like, one summer, um, everything just came. And you know when your mom be excited, they be calling all your yeah. <laughs> I was I had to talk to everybody. I was like, that's my team. For me. Oh, it la for me. I did papa. Papi, for me. It was a big deal. But I think from that moment, um, because I was, I'm the second oldest of my family. So, you know, I had to kind of, like, I went through it first, obviously, you know. Um, and from there, I had to understand what that encompassed. Okay, like, I am, I hit puberty. Yes, I did that. And I knew the other girls in she my class. She did that. <laughs> and I knew the other girls in my class were going through it too, right? But I think with me, it was... I don't want to say it was harder, but, like, so, like, one of the things in my church, like, we believe in only wearing skirts. Like, females do not wear pants. So I was filling up in my skirts. You get what I'm saying? Like, my, I was um, a little curvier than usual (laughs) in my skirts. And I then started to realize, oh, I have to change my skirts. I have to, you know, buy different styles. And then I had to, you know, walk different you know i had to and there was just so much into it um but but my my (laughs) my weight started fluctuating then and i was like oh my gosh like you know um i can't eat chocolate because i'm gonna get pimples um which is a myth that is a myth you don't get pimples from chocolate but (laughs) i'm for real but um from there i think you know i attempted to be as active as possible you know i was trying to do other things where it's like okay like i'm trying to take my mind off of my weight um but it just it just never i never found something that like okay like justin you're fine like no for real like you're okay people would always tell me like oh like you know you're i would get like you're a skinny curvy i'm like what is that (laughs) you know so I think, like, the downfall, or not the downfall necessarily, but, like, the point where I hit, you know, like, rock bottom in this journey, I guess you would say, or, like, the moment I realized, like, wow, like, my weight is actually, like, a major insecurity for me was um, I was in high school, and I was walking to school, and I didn't, hadn't eat anything, like, a full meal I think for like three days straight. Like mm. I was just not eating at all. I didn't tell my parents. Mm. Um, I didn't tell my friends. Um, I was just not eating. Mm. And so at the same time, while I was on my way to school, I had my period. And so 
I'm like walking and I'm already weak and I'm feeling really lightheaded and everything. And I'm like, man, like I should have ate something, but I'm like, nah, like I, I can't. Because oh, no. I started to like mentally, like it was really getting to me. Like my weight was really getting into me. Mm-hmm. And so I'm on my way. I'm like a block from my school. I had to call a friend to come get me because I literally fainted in the street. Mm. And then I think that's when I realized where like, my obsession with my weight was so bad that like it literally it was affecting my whole health. health it was really affecting my health so that was that was definitely the start of you know my journey into like okay like you know you're this size that's okay you know love this size appreciate this size and i think now like at 23 like i'm I'm still, obviously, like, I'm still iffy about it. I'm still, like, really insecure about it. But, like, I'm getting to put where, like, I'm content with it, mm. you know? And I'm trying to um, find other ways where it's, like, okay, I can I can do something about it, but I can love myself through it, mm-hmm. you know? Okay, yes, like, this is, for me personally, this is what I'm, like, my insecurities. But, like, how do I love myself through it all, you know? Um, and I think... For me, that was, like, a good start for me in understanding who I am and, like, why I'm obsessed about it, um, which then led me into, like, you know, really understanding my journey with God. You know, as weird as it sounds, like, my obsession about my weight started, like, really helping me, you know, get closer with God because I was like, wow, like, he gave me this body, um, you know, for a reason. Like, let me stop, stop stressing and figure out you know, the best of it, figure out, like, why I love myself, figure out, like, why he would love me, you know, why he would die for someone like me, and then that's how it started. I love that, Drew. That's so beautiful. Thank you for sharing your story. No problem. I I had a similar experience where my weight also fluctuated a lot, especially my freshman year of college. I Mm -hmm. was very, very thin, and at the time, you couldn't tell me anything. Like, I thought I was so cute. <laughs> and then I look back at pictures, and I'm like, wow, I looked unhealthily skinny. Mm. Like, skinny. And it's just scary to think about that. And especially for women, it's just interesting to, to think about how most of our insecurities stem from our body image. Mm-hmm. It definitely does. And I think, especially in, like, this society, like, there's so much you know, body positivity and all this and that and everything. But, like, as there is body positivity out in this world and everything, like, for example, beautiful examples like Lizzo. Like, when she came out the scene, like, she shut everything down. She was like, this is me, this is who I am, and this is what I'm going to do. Take it or leave it. Exactly. But I think at the same time, it's like, we're looking at that, but, like, we're also looking at, like, quote-unquote high fashion, and they they're still the same. They're still you know, perpetuating the same image, the same, you know, beauty, quote, unquote, standards and everything. And it's like, with, with, with the kick to be healthy, I think it's also running the risk of us, you know, obsessing about our body image because everything's in our face. Especially with this day and age in our social media culture. Mm-hmm. We have a whole episode coming out about social media and body image and Instagram baddies all of that Mm -hmm. but it's real it is it's so real so from 
so from like knowing i guess knowing or identifying like your insecurities how have you started to like what what are the things that you're able to like get yourself to do or like you do in order to like get yourself out of like a hole because like sometimes I find myself like diving into a hole of that like negativity because I'm listening to those negative thoughts I'm like obsessing about those insecurities and Mm -hmm. it can happen in like a second you know I look at one thing or like I walk out the room feeling good I turn a a mirror or like I'm I don't know something clicks in my head I'm like I'm done for the day like I don't I don't like like when you when you have your outfit for church and you think you look bomb mm-hmm. like you're just like this outfit is fire yep. you go down to the kitchen and your mom is like what is that mm. change like, like, she'd be like change it's i'd like, be like dang it's mm. so like what do you do <laughs> to like work through some of like your insecurities some of the things that you deal with personally first i I'm able to detect when I'm having my negative thoughts Mm. or when I'm getting into that cycle. I think first being able to identify that and be like, hey, that thought, that's not cute. That's not Mm. what I want kind of a thing. And instead of doing that, working on affirmations Mm. and affirming that you are beautiful. Even this sounds so corny, but I do it all the time. When you see yourself in the mirror in the morning, talk highly of yourself Mm. like talk to yourself like you are a queen like you know and a lot of people confuse that confidence that you have for yourself Mm -hmm. with cockiness yeah there's a i think that people think there's a fine line but like there is a line um you saying like you giving the example like talking to yourself in the mirror reminded me of um so we went to me and brandy attended was it the queen's brunch a few weeks ago a few weeks ago yeah we attended um, the Queen's Brunch, and the theme of the brunch was crowned for a time like this, crowned for this. Crowned for this. And so one of the activities that the um, Queen's, <laughs> fellow Queen's had us do was stand in front of a mirror and say, you know, I am, insert active, um, and I am crowned for such a time like this, and I'm a queen for such a time like this. It was and so it was It was so powerful because not only were we, we looking in the mirror at ourselves and saying, to the, saying this, you know, phrase to ourselves, we had queens themselves encourage us as we were saying that to ourselves. And I think, you know, that encouragement, we need to be that encouragement for ourselves. There exactly. are times where it's like, because you're not going to have that entourage. You're not going to have that, you know, hype man, you know, whoever your best hype man is. You're not going to have them all the time. But being able to, you know, hype yourself up to know that, like, each moment that I'm entering or each season that I'm entering, like, I'm I'm made for it at the mm-hmm. end of the day. Like, I'm literally made for it. I think it really goes back to what you said where, you know, understanding who you are goes into loving yourself, but understanding whose you are because god doesn't make mistakes <laughs> think about it he doesn't make mistakes oh. regardless of how you know we see this world regardless of you know how you feel about yourself um and i remember my mom i think there was a moment where like i was i think my mom had to realize one time that i was like really really down on myself like i was really down on myself i was always talking negatively outside out, outside you know i always thought it was in my head but like it would 
came to a point where like I was saying verbal things. And I think I started to become on the verge of being like verbally abusive to myself, you know, and I think my mom had to sit me down one time and she was like, you need to, before you can do anything or before you can even love somebody else or give somebody anything of yourself, you need to accept who you are. You need to love who you are because he made you in his perfect image. Exactly. And like, that was one thing like I, for me personally, I think I forget that like in a way and she told me that in a way when you're so down and so negative towards yourself slap in the face yeah you're basically offending god you're basically telling god like hey like you didn't make me right when she told me that like literally tears in my eyes because i was like who am i to like tell the potter you did a bad job in making this you know like you should have never put this here you should have gave me like a little bit you should have, you know, put a little bit more patience in me or you should have, you know, give me a different pigmentation. It's like, I can't tell you what to do. You know, you had me made, my blueprint of who I was going to be and who I am was made even before my mom and dad were together. When you conceptualize it, you were literally masterpieces, mm-hmm. walking masterpieces. But comparison be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's really what it is. Yeah, exactly. And it's, and it's, it's really, it's, it's like, we're, why, why are we comparing? It's not, it's not like why it's like, there are, yes, we can get caught up in the comparison. I think especially with like social media being so present and like even before social media, like always looking at somebody, you know, um, one thing that I always find myself doing was that like when somebody in church would like testify, I would always be like, dang, I don't got a testimony like that. You never felt that? Like, if someone would share their experience, you'd be like, yo, like, God did this with me. I was here, and I was so low. You know, I defeated my Goliath. I did this and everything. And I'm sitting in my chair, I'm like, my story don't sound like that. When? <laughs> I was like, oh, snap, my story ain't like that. But, like, that was me comparing myself to them. And, like, that, that, had, that had me messed up. And I think on top of that, insecurities can stem from us feeling the need to please other people Mm. so Mm -hmm. we oftentimes feel as though we need constant approval from others in order to validate that we are Mm -hmm. indeed as wonderful as we truly are that definitely um definitely I definitely, first-handedly, second-handedly, all the handedlies experienced that. There was a, not too long ago, um, and, like, I feel like I'm just now getting out of the hole of this. Like, I felt as though I couldn't be a good partner because of someone else's expectation of a partner. And they were, like, putting it on me. And so, like, after, when we ended that relationship, I felt like I was getting into the mindset of like, I need to be able to please my partner um, because that's what my partner needs. You know, that's what they have a perception of who I'm supposed to be, but it's like, it's not me for real. And there's nothing wrong with me. Y'all, I was in a dark place. Mm. I was in such a dark place at that moment. Oh girl, that's the <laughs> subject. <laughs> oh, we're gonna have to th- we gonna have to dive into that in the next episode. Oh Jesus. But 
But I think if there's one thing that I want you all to walk away with after listening to this episode, it's that there's so much value in knowing yourself. Mm-hmm. I know it can be scary to unravel and unpack all of the different layers to yeah. you. There are parts of ourselves that are so, it's almost like the Jahari window. Mm-hmm. What are the four? Oh my gosh, Brandy loves okay, talking about this I window. I love the Jahari window oh because God. it makes so <laughs> it much does, sense. It does, it does, it does. But there's, there's four components of ourselves. There's the, the, and the known, the, the known to you. But not to others. When grad school hits you hard. (laughs) The known to others, but not to you. The known to no one else. And like, that's the deep, deep part. I think I said two, three parts. I'm missing one more. Okay. So there's, (laughs) there's the open. There we go. So that's things that are known by you and also seen and acknowledged by others. Okay. So that's known to yourself and known to others. The blind is un- things that are unknown by you, but seen and acknowledged by others. So things that you don't notice about yourself, mm-hmm. but that other people are like, oh, you like that. So that's unknown to yourself, but known to others. The hidden is things that are known by you, but unknown by others. So those are some of the things that you keep mm-hmm. hidden inside of you that kind of can be scary to unravel. So that's known to yourself, but that's not known to others. Yeah. Then, finally, the unknown are things that are unknown by you and also unknown by others. So it's unknown to yourself and unknown to others. But I feel like with the unknown, that's what God knows. Exactly. Exactly. And I feel like in a way, in a weird way, there are times and moments in your journey of understanding yourself that God will find a way to reveal those unknown things to you, whether it's through people whether it's through situations that you go through, whether it's, you know, through social media. I'm saying social media because I feel like there's going to be a time where God's going to start using social media to, like, get to his people. You think so? No? Yeah, no. Oh, great. I thought she didn't agree with me. (laughs) Oh, you should have saw the way I looked at her. But I think that's going to start, you know, to happen where it's like you are going to reach points, you know, mid points in your life where it's like, okay, like, you know, another layer. Basically, just you discovering layers of yourself. It's going to be scary sometimes. It's going to be fun sometimes. It's, you know, but it's just a journey at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. It's a journey. Um, I'm on that journey still. You know, I'm through, I think for me personally, like through my understanding of like my purpose with God I guess my calling I should say not my necessarily my purpose but like my calling with God because we all have like the same I do think we all have the same purpose at the end of the day like our callings are different it's like once I'm personally able to understand myself I feel like that's when like I'll understand like my calling on this earth Mm. but that has to start with me loving myself yes Mm -hmm. exactly okay Jude one thing that you want all of our listeners to walk away with one affirmation go i got it i got it so you what i want all y'all to know what she wants all y'all to know (laughs) is that which what i am dealing with myself is that you cannot conquer your lion or bear you cannot conquer your goliath i should say mix it up 
without conquering your lion or bear. And what I, that means is that you cannot expect to, you know, reach a high, high certain point or like, you know, plan out everything in your life until you're able to go through those small trials or those like mini trials or like that lion for like, for me, example, like my quote unquote bear is, you know, me understanding myself. And I feel like once I'm able to understand myself, then I'll be able to conquer so much more that God is going to put it before me. It's like being able to conquer and fight those little demons inside you in order to fight whatever else is coming to you. Mm. That's what I want y'all to leave with. Okay. And that God loves you no matter what. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to leave with the viewers? Um, I want y'all to know that you're blessed. If Honestly, if you're listening to this podcast, you're blessed. The mm. fact that you have some kind of device, device or yeah. medium to even listen to us that's a blessing in itself. The fact that you have the time to mm-hmm. listen to us, that's a blessing. And I want to remind you guys that, you know, when it comes to your confidence, mm-hmm. um, don't let others being intimidated by you hinder you from realizing or dim your light Yeah, in a sense. And know that if you are confident and secure in yourself – you don't have to put other mm-hmm. queens down in the process. That's not how or it kings. works. kings. Guys, y'all too. Yes. Mm-hmm. As my as my good friend Catherine would say, you do what you want when you're popping. <laughs> she really do be saying that. Yeah, it's really hard. <laughs> but, but thank you guys it. so much for listening. That's so all we have for today. Yes, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Life Goes On Podcast mm-hmm. and on Twitter at Life Goes On Pod. Yep. P-O-D. And this is Brandy. This is Jatine. And, and thanks for th- listening th- to thank our podcast. Thank you so podcast. much. Thank you so much. This is-